Father, you're for me. Fear will never conquer me. Cause I belong to Jesus. I'm never alone. I'm never abandoned. Fear you'll never conquer me. Cause I belong to Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode. Number 138 here on LFA TV. This is Rise Up, and I'm Jeremy Harrell, the host of the show. Thank you very much. Also host a couple other shows here on the LFA TV network, one called Live from America, which is twice a day, uh, every single day of the week, except for Friday, which is once a day. Uh, So we've got Live from America, and we also do another show, or I also do another show, host another show, called Faith and Family Movie Night, which we had... Last night, which was all about forgiveness, all about forgiveness. And we all know that forgiveness and the ability to forgive comes directly from God. God was the first to forgive. So I thought it'd be a great uh, opening of the show today to play I Belong to Jesus from the McClure's. Great movie last night. Great way to start the show today here on Rise Up. I belong to Jesus. So if I belong to Jesus, then I must forgive, right? So many people in the world that I'm upset with that have done me wrong. I'm upset with the darkness that's all over the place. I'm upset with the the children or the parents that allow their children to be devoured by the devil. Yes, yesterday's movie is on Rumble. We were live at 4 p.m. yesterday. Yes, it was called What Would Jesus Do? So it's only fitting that we start today with I belong to Jesus. What a great movie about forgiveness. One act of forgiveness at the end changed everything. Changed the whole town. Changed a whole town. One act of forgiveness that covers a multitude of sin and darkness. So important. So important for our growth as well as the community around us and the people around us. If you don't know, at Jeremy Harrell, Grammy Love says, let me just say he's an awesome man of God, an example to all of us. He rocks. Well, thank you. I'd like to give a big shout out to little Caden, who's watching. Little Caden and Amanda, who are watching. Thank you very much. Sharon says, love the movies. Thank you. You're very welcome. I think it's a uh, it's a great opportunity uh, for our families to all k- gather around the TV and, you know, watch a movie as well as have a little conversation podcast style before uh, and after the movie. I have no clue what happened last night, says Infowarstorm. Well, we're talking about the movie that we had at 4 p.m. last night here on LFA TV called What Would Jesus Do? Amen. I will watch the movie tonight. Well, there you go. It's a great movie. You should watch it. So anyway, folks, I titled today's show Shine Bright as the Darkness Spreads. So if you guys could do me a huge favor right now on Rumble alone, and we we, we are broadcasting on many platforms, Roku, Fire Stick, Getter, all, all, all of so many. But we have 149 Rumbles and we have almost 800 people watching here on Rumble. Rumble.com slash LFA TV. So if I could get each and every one of you that are watching the video right now on 750, if you like the video, it's very simple to do. 
It's just a little thumbs up right below where it says rise up, 7323. Right below that, it's a little thumbs up. Just click that for me. It would really, really help us out. I know it's, uh, it seems like it's difficult, but it's just clicking a button and it's done. And if you are uh, inclined to also, please share out the show as well. Because I want to talk about shining bright as darkness spreads. Folks, we hear a lot in the Bible, the end times and the last days. End time and last days. But do you know that many civilizations and many people experience their end time and their last days? And maybe they thought that this was the last days and the end times that Revelation speaks of because they were, you know, coming to their end times or their last days, but however life went on. So we've got to be very, 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 very clear on when the end time and the last days of earth is compared to when the end of times and the last days of a civilization, nation, and a people are. Think about this. We know when the end of days of this earth are because we know the things that are going to happen before that happens. Those things have not happened yet. They are coming. But we also need to recognize when the end of a civilization is, the end of a nation, the end of a people. And the Bible gives us a little bit of insight into when that happens as well. And the darkness is spreading very, very quickly across the world and, of course, across our country. We know this. We also know that God's children and God's people are to shine bright as the darkness spreads. We know this. Let me ask you a question. When it gets really, 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 really dark, what do you see more than anything else? If you have a world of utter and complete darkness, like the darkness of space, right? What do you see when you look up in the darkness of space? You see light. You see stars. If the world was covered in absolute darkness, what would you see more than anything else? You would see light. You would see the most, the tiniest flicker of light shining ever so brightly. If you're in a tunnel, pinpoints of light can come through and you can see that from miles away. And what do you want to do to it? You want to run to it. You want to run to that light. So one thing that you can take solace in and take comfort in is knowing that in the darkness of dark, your tiny little light of heaven will shine so bright. Now that same brightness of your light is hard to see when things, when it's light outside, when the sun's out and the light is, you know, covering the earth. It is very, very hard to see, if not impossible, to see the flicker of a candle. However, as soon as the darkness falls on the earth and the light goes away, that little tiny flicker of that candle seems like the sun. And Ricky said it right. 
We are salt and light. And some people are drawn to us. No, all people are drawn to us. The lighter we shine, the brighter we shine, the more people come to us. It's very, very simple. Tina, or or Nag 13 says, I see darkness producing desperation and more people turning towards Jesus. Exactly. But what are they really turning towards? They're turning towards a light. A light that shines in you because of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's you. You are the remedy. You are the cure. You are the savior. Of, the, of, of dark times and dark communities. That savior of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit shining through you. Jesus Christ shining through you can change everything. The way, the truth, and the life, says Mabel. Amen. And it just takes a little bit. It just takes a little, tiny little bit. Imagine if we all shined together. Imagine if all those little candles, those flickering lights, all together held hands. And we dropped all denominations. And we dropped all divisions in the church and the body of Christ And we all held hands and we all just looked to the sky and prayed. And our lights just shined brighter than ever. Imagine the darkness that we could eradicate. Think of it. Close your eyes and think of it. Thank you, Tina Hanley, for the $20 donation. That helps us shine even brighter. Thank you very much. 8212 says, let's light up the world. I'm, hey, I am all about lighting up the world. It's, it's what I'm here to do with all of you. Yamane says, if everyone lit just one little candle, amen. Amen. Oh, it would be so amazing. Dark to light, says El Dooley. You got it right. Let's have our first slurp here and let's get to the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're wearing a hat, now is the time to remove that hat in respect for God. Because in Jesus' name, we are going to humbly go to the throne. Because Jesus is the way and the truth and the life, and nobody comes to the Father except through him. We have to go through Jesus in his name to pray to our Lord and Heavenly Father. So let's do that now. And let's let our lights shine. Let's let that light shine. You know how you do that? Liking this video. It's super simple. Thumbs up. That's it. That's it. That's it. And if you really want to shine, you share it. That's how we do it together. Heavenly Father, God above all, Lord, we humbly, humbly bend our knees before you, before the throne at the foot of the cross. Lord, we are so grateful to be your children. We are so grateful that our homes are lit up for all to see. As for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Our homes are an extension of who we are. Lord, help us decorate our homes with love and praise to you. 
Christian flags, God and Lord yard signs. Welcome mats that don't say welcome, but say, as for me and my house, we serve the Lord so we can shine so bright to our neighbors and to our communities and to our families and friends who visit our homes. We want to let them know how unapologetically and happy and faithful and joyful we are to spread the gospel and not gossip. Help us be courageous today, Lord, because we need to shine brighter than ever. Let's eradicate this darkness together. We thank you for the ability to do this. We thank you for the courage to do this. We thank you for the protection of the armor of God in order to do this without being harmed. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Shine bright. Shine bright. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Sing it with me. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Look, I've had darkness take over me a few times in the last couple months, but I'm ready to just eradicate that darkness and get back to the Lord 100% all day, every day, 24-7, letting my light shine, never snuffing it out, ever. This little light of mine. JL Jazz says, but Jeremy, I can't sing. Everyone can sing if you're singing for the Lord. Even if you sound like this, this little light of mine, oh, good, let it shine. Still singing for the Lord. He don't care. He loves it. To him, you are the most amazing Grammy award-winning singer of all time. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, share this video. Get it out to the masses. Hazel Kitty says, darkness attacks me daily. It attacks all the light daily because it fears the light. Oh, does it fear the light so very much. But you got to remember, darkness is nothing. Light is everything. But Jeremy, what do you mean? Darkness is absolute nothing. Think of it. What is darkness? It doesn't do anything. It lingers and prowls and accomplishes nothing. lame, depression, boring. And it only has as much power as you give it. The darkness is absolutely nothing. Do you remember the never-ending story? The nothing. Nothing. It is nothing if you don't let it be something. You see, you can give power to darkness where there is no power in darkness. Or you can be the light. And eradicate the darkness. Which is nothing. At least light is something. You see darkness doesn't overtake light. Light overtakes darkness. Darkness is just there. Darkness is the absence of light. CQ. Can I get an amen? You hit the nail on the head. This little light of mine. Come on baby. That's an old school song. That's a preschool song. That's a children's church song, and we still can sing that song together today. Rise up, baby. Rise up. 
You know what I think I should do? I think I should read the verse of the day. I think, I think in order to get to all of this, I need to read from this first. So let's do that. As you could say I got my new King James Version. And we are going to read from 2 Timothy. Second Timothy 3, 1 through 7, I believe. Yes, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 7. If you have your Bibles, open it up to that now. Again, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 11. And it says this. But know this, that in the last days... Perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Now I want you to listen very closely, okay? Listen very closely. For men will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemers disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without of control, without of self without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Wow! And from such people, turn away from them. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away, by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Does anybody want to tell me what, if that sounds familiar to you? Does that sound familiar to you? Everything that I just read, yes or no? As I drink from my Rise Up coffee this morning. Thank you, Twanity. God bless you. It sounds very reminiscent of the days that we are living in right now. But now remember what I said. Remember what I said. That there are ends of civilizations, nations, and people that would all call the end of their times the last times. Doesn't mean it's the end of days. Remember, we still have to have many things happen. Many prophecies still need to be fulfilled. Now, could those prophecies all be fulfilled within a couple of years? Absolutely. Absolutely. But not even Jesus knows the time in which the Father is going to direct him to come back. We don't know when 
But we do know what's going to lead up to it. And those times have not happened yet. So to me, I feel that we as Americans, now we're speaking as a nation, as a God-blessed nation, I believe we are seeing our Sodom and Gomorrah end of times in our country. I really do believe that. Because everything that that describes is happening right now in our country. However, we haven't gotten yet to the major uh, prophecies that need to be fulfilled of the Antichrist, the one world government. That's coming. Don't get me wrong. It is. But in order for that to happen, guess what needs to happen? I'm going to blow your minds right now. In order for those prophecies to happen, and believe me, we want them to happen because we want our Lord and Savior to come back now. But we are to do a few things until that time comes. Not be dormant, not be darkness, be light, spreading the gospel, moving the kingdom of heaven. We are to be doing that. But what needs to happen in order for those end of times completely to come? America has to die. America has to die. America is the last thing standing in between ultimate darkness takeover. Donald Trump is the only thing that stands in between those corrupt people allowing that to happen in this country. So now you understand why I say I feel Donald Trump is an anointed man. Is he a prophet? I don't think so. But he is an anointed man for such a time as this. And I do believe that God chooses the most unlikely people to do the most miraculous things. Amen? So do we have time to save this nation so that our children can also have a world in which they are free to worship Jesus Christ and move the kingdom of heaven even further because there are plenty of people that still need to be saved. Plenty of people that still need to be saved. There's plenty of time to do it, I believe. But I do believe that we are coming to the end of this country, this young, beautiful experiment already. Majogo says the 4th of July is a celebration of our country. They're trying to replace the 4th of July with Juneteenth. They're trying to get rid of everything that's freedom. In order for all of those end days to come, the, me- the end of all days for all nations, for all people, America has to fall. Do you remember what Ronald Reagan said about America? If America dies, if America falls, there is nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else to run. This is the land of the free and the home of the brave. Can anybody tell me If that is not godly or not, the land of the free, heaven, the home of the brave, God's people. The Supreme Court of the United States last year made it possible for God to look towards it, bring his face towards us once again. When we overturned Roe v. Wade, God went, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, okay, my people, 
70% of this country is still Christian, folks. But you want to notice something that I, you want to know something that I noticed this morning when I was putting out the verse of the day today? You know how much I despise the church being splintered into denominations, correct? You know how much I despise that. And I've called on all pastors to drop the denomination and everybody just be the church of Jesus Christ. Not the church of Latter-day Saints. Not the Mormon church. Not the Baptist church. Not the Methodist church. Not the Catholic church. Stop with the man-made rules, traditions, and crap and become the church of Jesus Christ. Because one thing I noticed this morning is the word denomination. Now, I know what the word actually means. I know what the definition of denomination is. But you cannot spell denom without spelling demon. Let me say this again. You cannot spell the word denomination. The first part of that word, just replace the M and the N. Boom, demon. Just like Pride Month, put the two words together. What word comes out of it? Demon. And I believe the denomination of our churches, the separation and break up, breakdown of our churches is what is preventing us from saving this nation and make it a full godly nation again with God at the center of most homes. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I believe that we are the new greatest generation. We did this 100 years ago. We could do it again. But a lot of churches have different beliefs. Shivi, I understand that. What I'm saying is put, put aside those stupid, ridiculous beliefs and everybody believe just this right here. Just this. Just this. Put away your pointless, stupid, ridiculous, nobody cares about rules and man-made traditions and processes and procedures and stop with the politics and the tax exemption needing of the church and just follow this right there. Done. How hard is that? And you know why they don't? Because of the elders and the pastors. Because of the elders and the pastors. Because of the elders and the pastors. Cowards. Weak. Broken. Scared. Fearful. No longer. We do the same thing in our churches as we're doing in our towns and our communities. We rid the evil and we bring in people that are going to do the job correctly. If your pastor is woke, get rid of him. Bounce. And protest the church until he does. And protest that church until he goes. It's time for godly people to take over God's houses of worship again. Jesus didn't die for you to be silent. 
As a matter of fact, it's just the opposite. Jesus died for you to be loud like he was. Disrupt the status quo of man-made crap. Because that's what it is. Imaginary person says, which God? Yahweh. It's all the answer you need. Yahweh. Adonai. El Shaddai. Elohim. Rafa. I am. That's who. There is no other. God is a title, not a name. Well, if there's only one, then it's one and the same, isn't it? There's only one. So the title is equal to the name. Wilson says God is a name. God is the great I am. Woo! Do I love my LFA people? Spitting that scripture. Knowing exactly what to say. Lean in on that Holy Spirit. Lean back. Lean back. Lean back. I'm going to stop calling them denominations and start calling them demonations because that's what they are. Demonations. And it's time for us to reclaim our churches, reclaim the rainbow, reclaim the churches, get rid of woke and evil pastors, get rid of scared elders. No, we don't have a troll. We have a lost soul. We have a lost soul looking and searching for the love of Jesus Christ, and we're going to show it to them. Not only are we going to show it to them, but we're not going to back down any longer. Like I said, Jesus did not get tortured for you to be silent. He got tortured for you to be loud. The time is now. The time is now. I lean on the Holy Spirit so much. Imaginary person, you must disagree with someone so they are obviously a troll. No wonder you call your God, God. One person called you that. Not 1,200 that are watching. And you have to understand, imaginary person, that a lot of people do just go into streams just to do that. And they come in just to, um, even if they don't believe it, just to disrupt what's going on. But actually, we enjoy the communication. We enjoy the dialogue and the discussion. I won't call you a troll unless you're obviously trolling. But if you're here for discussion, I'd love to have discussion with you all day long. So the reason why I say the only God, Yahweh, Elohim, El Shaddai, Adonai, all the names that you can think of that, re- that represent the God of the Bible, the Father of Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. The reason why I refer to him as the only and the one God is because if you look at it from a, an agnostic or an atheistic point of view, you cannot prove the non-existence of God by setting out to prove the non-existence of God. Because what's going to happen, and this has already been done by some of the most incredible investigators of all time who set out to prove the Bible wrong, to prove the gospel wrong every single time, and including probably the most popular scenario of this, which was Lee Strobel, 
And every single time these people set out to destroy with a bias, a very, very strong bias, the gospel and the name of God. And every time they come back going, I can't do it. As a matter of fact, I ended up proving his existence to myself. So it's already been done. So we don't have to spend precious time doing that. All we have to do is speak the truth. The truth is out there. And those who seek the truth will find it. That's what God says. Seek me. Seek the Lord and you will find him. Well, the Lord represents truth. So I think that Christians have spent far too long arguing with somebody when they already know the answer. But why would a Christian do that when they could type names instead? Well, it's like this. It's like this. Are you talking about God, imaginary person? Well, here's the thing. Godly Jews think that the name Yahweh is so incredibly holy, they won't even speak it, number one. Okay? And a lot, and, and here's the other thing. But which God is blessing me? There's only one God who's blessing you, and it's Yahweh. It's the God of the Bible. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the reason why we don't refer to him by name all the time and we call him God. Because it's the same thing way, same way if you walk into a courtroom, you can't even acknowledge a judge here on earth, a man, by his name. You cannot call a doctor by his name or even call him Mr. Jones before he corrects you and says, doctor. And you say, oh yeah, doctor. So we respect men of their titles. Why wouldn't we respect God of his that's why we do that, just so you know. I, I mean, I, I would believe that other people would, would agree with me on that, but just leaning on the Holy Spirit right now for an answer, I can tell you that if we even give men and women titles that deserve them here on earth, why would not we give God the title of God or Lord? Now, obviously, there's different, you know, you say it different in different languages, but in English, we say God, Right? And that is why we don't call him by his first name. Is that why you type in chat rooms to hear your own voice? Do you always need to sound out what you're typing? Not sure what you mean by that, but we are glad you're here. And we're going to pray for you, but we're going to move on, okay? We're going to move on. Hopefully you stay because uh, you might learn You might learn quite a bit here. All right. Let's get back to the verse of the day today, because I'd like to read for you what I wrote about this, and then we'll get into one-minute prayer for dads, okay? All right. Here's what I wrote about the verses that I just read in Timothy. I said, the last days, many civilizations have experienced their last days. Many people have experienced their last times. In America... Is America headed there as well, I should have said. I, I should have said, is America headed there as well? That depends on how bright our lights can shine. We know the rest of the world is falling, but America was and still is blessed. And we are by far still a Christian nation. Eli, you want to hit that air conditioner on? That'd be great. We must bring our brothers and sisters in Christ together and drop all denominations ASAP if we are going to save this country from the devil once and for all. This country's survival is paramount to the freedoms that are left around the world. And if we fall or if we fail, the Antichrist will come that much quicker. Our sons and daughters deserve a chance 
to continue to spread the good news from the kingdom of heaven. God is not done with us yet. You ever heard that song? God's not done. And he's not. As we look around and see everything in the above verse described in every corner of the country, we must shine brighter than ever before. More praying, more preaching, more helping of others, and more love. Let's start coming together and asking our churches to denounce their denominations and just be the church of Jesus Christ. If we can be successful in doing this, God's light will shine so bright from this country. It will eradicate this darkness that's here that is preying over our children. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. If it is the will of the Father to help us bring sanity back to our faith-filled institutions and work together to beat the darkness as it spreads, in your holy name we pray, amen. I'm watching and reading some of your comments, and they're incredible. I got to say, the growth that I've seen just in some of you. Now, we, I know the growth that I've experienced in this journey with Jesus, in this Godcast that we call Rise Up. But to, to see the growth in some of you in the last 138 episodes is mind-blowing. It really is. I like what Jesus Child 2021 said. The true living God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. That's right. That's right. Imaginary says Thomas was also once a doubter. Well, for imaginary the tier, imaginary person, which publishing company prints your Bible? Well, it depends on which Bible somebody's reading. If you're reading from the... I guess there's different publishing companies for the same edition. Like right now, I'm reading from the Thomas Nelson New King James Version. And I used to read, imaginary, I used to read from the NIV, the NIT, uh, and, and many others. Didn't matter which publication company did it. But when I started realizing that a lot of those versions had taken out verses that were very, very important verses... Basically, the the how um, to the why or to the what it or to the what uh, the how was taken out of a lot of those versions. I stopped reading them and I went right back to the New King James Version Um, just because I want to make sure that I get back to the closest to the original text while still being able to understand it in my English language as possible. I want a Bible written by God, not written by men. Well, (laughs) then you're going to have to go back to the original Ten Commandments because that was truly written by God's finger. Now, what you don't seem to understand, Imaginary, which is I'm glad you're here, is that those people that God inspired to write the Bible, they were not inspired to write everything they've ever written. You understand what I'm saying? They were inspired for a period of time to write something that fulfilled scripture of Old Testament. They didn't even really realize in some cases what they were writing. But God was inspiring the writing that ended up fulfilling prophecy and backing it up with Old Testament. 
But that does not mean that everything that Paul, everything that um, that Mark, Matthew, or, or any of the others wrote, or Moses ever wrote, was ordained or was inspired by God. But these writings in Scripture were. And we know this because of how New and Old Testament run together. Why do you feel like you're, I'm looking for an argument? Is that what you're looking for? I think you're talking to people in the chat. I don't think anybody's looking for an argument. I think we're trying to actually talk with you. Because God brought you here for a reason. Imaginary person, there is a reason why you're in this chat today. And it's not to argue and it's not to be a troll, everybody. It's because the Holy Spirit directed them here. Now, I don't know if they are a man or a woman, but I do know the Holy Spirit directed them here. And that's why they are here. If we're going to be lights, we cannot be darkness. I just asked a question that nobody seems to answer. What publishing company? Just did. Thomas Nelson, New King James Version. That publishing company. Hopefully that answers your questions. I'm going to move on. But I am glad that God brought you here today because he brought you here for a reason. He brought you here for a reason. If the Bible is God's word, why did a publishing, why did a publishing print the Bible? Who else is going to print it? Who else is going to print more than one copy? Is God going to do that? Is God just going to sit and print copies on earth for us to read in different languages? No. We are here for reasons. One of those reasons and abilities is to make books. Saying. Now, we're talking about this nation, and we're talking about our country and our blessing of God. So let's read Instilling Love of Country from One Minute Prayer for Dads on page 158, 1 Peter 2, 17. And it says this. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Okay, that's first Peter 217 dads, make sure your kids know the history of America. Why not? We're in this country after all. Hold on, I got to stop real quick. So you read from a book that has a man titled King on it. Featuring the New King James Version, one of the most trusted modern English translations. This is the best-selling outreach Bible and includes a plan of salvation and other helpful features for those new to reading the Bible. There was another king that was a, that Jesus was a descendant of, and I believe his name was King David. And see, Jesus is the king of kings, imaginary person. So if Jesus is the king of kings, then that would mean that there's allowed to be other kings of this earth, not kings of heaven. There's only one king of heaven, and Jesus is king of kings. I hope you can read the Bible. Really, really, I really, really wish you would read the Bible. The Bible is very important for people to read if they have questions, okay? And if you can't even read the Bible, but you want all these questions about it, and then you want to argue it, then you're really not doing what you believe is the best source of research. 
read the Bible, get the answers to your questions. Then if you want to argue it, you can do that. But for somebody to be ignorant about the Bible itself and then ask questions but argue that knowing they don't have the answer, just trying to sow doubt in somebody they cannot sow doubt in, it's kind of stupid. And I know you're not a stupid person, right? No. Educate yourself. Educate yourself, then you can have conversation. And sometimes these shows are specifically for these people, folks. So don't get upset that they're here. God has them here for a reason. They're not just going to come in and say, oh, you tell me I should believe in God. I believe in God. You got to sit and talk to him. You got to tell him the truth. He's lost. He's got to do, do research. He's got to find his way. Make sure your kids know the history of America, particularly the influence of the Bible in the founding of our country. Teach them that those values are still crucial to keeping freedom alive. Teach them to pray for America and its leaders. And do you guys want to know why I am today mixing America and our nation so heavily entwined with the word and the gospel? It's because our sacred constitution, Declaration of Independence, Bill of Rights, Federalist Papers, all came heavily inspired by the Bible itself. Lord, what a blessing to live in this great nation where I am free to worship. Again, if this country falls, freedom dies around the world. That is why we have to focus so heavily on this country at the same time. Free to worship you and free to teach my children to honor you. And as a dad, I am teaching my kids to honor others no matter what their ethnicity or background is or ignorance level, right? Or ignorance level. And ignorance isn't a criticism. I mean, it is, but it's a constructive criticism. Don't be ignorant. And for those people that think we're glorifying a book, they don't understand the word of God. The book is just the validation of what the Holy Spirit tells us. If you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, you don't understand that the words in the Bible are actually true. It's hard to explain to somebody who does not understand. They think that we're worshiping a book. They don't understand that we're worshiping the word. And you don't need the book to get the word. If you got the Holy Spirit in you, you already know the word. Amen? It's that simple. It's that simple. And I like that question that somebody just asked. Do you believe in dinosaurs? Never seen them, though. I'm assuming they would say yes. They never saw him, though. Never saw it. Do you believe in love and hate? Can't see those things. You can see the product of those things. Funny how atheists and agnostics believe everything that they ever read, but they won't read the Bible because they're afraid that they're going to believe it. Isn't that amazing? They could not give you one verse out of the Bible in its entirety. But they'll read everything else and believe it. They're too afraid to read the Bible. And that's really what it comes from, fear. Even my friends who won't read the Bible, it comes from fear. Fear. Because it's got the greatest stories in it. It's got better stories than Marvel and DC put together. 
Stories of power, superhuman strength, science fiction, all of it. They'll believe everything else, but they're too afraid to read that book. Shows you the power of it. He says, when did I ever type anything negative about Jesus? You didn't. Your ignorance is enough. And your unwillingness to become educated is even more of a slap in the face to your God. I'm teaching them to love their Christian brothers and sisters. Perhaps even more, I'm teaching them to fear you. Knowing the fear of the Lord is still the beginning of wisdom. Finally, I'm teaching them to respect those in authority. I'm joining them in praying for our leaders and teaching them to pray good men and women unto positions of authority. God, I pray you will continue to bless my country and keep it strong and keep it free. That includes our churches and the authority of our churches, folks. That includes the authority in our churches. Funny how you all made it about me. Does this make me the God? No. It's us finding, it's us all seeing a weakness. And it's us seeing a very sad, ignorant, poor individual crying out for help. That is what Christians do. Imaginary person, the reason why we made the rest of this show about you is because God needed it to be about you. It's because you needed it to be about you. Mag Americans, don't say that. He said, ignore imaginary comments. No. He, yes, he may be trying to disrupt, but he's here for this long for a reason. You can't even keep the attention of anybody for longer than like one minute. Having him here this long is what God wanted him to be here for. Understand that. Or a woman. That's why they're here. And the reason why they made, why they feel like we've made it all about them is because what happens in a group full of people when somebody finally comes to the Lord? What happens? Everybody gathers around that person. They put their hands on that person and they pray. And they make that moment all about them and God together. And that's what we're doing today. So I don't want people to feel like we're getting off course. There's no possible way to get off course on this show. There's no possible way. Because I'm not guiding the show and neither are you and neither are these books. God is. Imaginary person is the one sheep that got away. God is finding that person. I'm 100% sure imaginary person. I'm 100% sure. And get this too. We do love you. Regardless, if you're here to disrupt, if you're here to actually learn, we absolutely love you. And guess what else? We want to invite you back tomorrow. We want to invite you back tomorrow. We do love you. And we did make this all about you because God wanted us to. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have read your comments one after the other. I would have continued to read these books. Now, I want to show a couple videos if I can, okay? Remember, folks, we are here to be light, not darkness. All right. Now, these videos don't really have much to do with what we were talking about, but it's something that I saw and I'd like to play for you. There's two of them. All right. 
And imaginary person, this is for you. This one is for you, okay? You don't have to send money for God for God to love you, imaginary person. Come back. Oh, yeah, we're not here tomorrow. That's right. That's right. We're not here tomorrow. We're back Wednesday. Please come back Wednesday. Put this side by side. I want you to watch this. This is a guy with these dirty clothes on, right? He says, God, I'm sorry for my sins. Can you forgive me? Imaginary person, I want you to watch what happens next. Yes, the Lord, oh, my soul. Oh, my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing like this. We'll play it again. Watch what happens to his clothes. Watch what happens. See, people who are angry at Jesus and angry at God, or they make fun of or laugh at God, why would you be angry or upset with or make fun of something that's not real? I would ask American, I mean, um, imaginary person and others, do you go on shows that talk about Marvel and DC characters and go there and argue with them and try, and try to disrupt things because Superman and Batman and Iron Man aren't real? No, because you know they're not real. You're here because you know it's real. And that's why we love you. And that's why we're glad you're here. Play this. What does God say about hell? Hell are designed. See that? Did you see that? Hell is eternal and irreversible. If your name isn't in the book of life, you'll get thrown into the lake of fire. That's your choice. People will be tormented day and night forever and ever. They will have no rest. But what does God say about heaven? There will be no peace forever. But there will be peace forever and nobody shall be perished. Everyone will have their dream house. There will be no pain, sin, suffering, or tears of sadness recognize one another. So again, ladies and gentlemen, these people do not go on these other platforms where they talk about things that are make-believe. Why? Because they're make-believe. They come where they know it's real because they want to learn. So we invite you back on Wednesday. And for everybody else, thank you for being here on this episode number 138, a very special episode where we touch a non-believer. And they will be back Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, LFA TV continues with Sean Farish coming up next with his ungoverned show. God bless each and every one of you. We pray for all of you, including you, imaginary person. We love you. And we'll see you at 11 o'clock for more LFA TV live from America. Have a great morning, everyone.